Welcome to issue 202.1 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here, we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and the various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, and joining me tonight is Mike. Hi, Mike. Hey, Steve. How are you doing? Good. Glad to have you. Thank you. Uh, I mean, I'd be happier if Bill wasn't in my spot. Oh, yeah. Bill's here. Hi, Bill. You're going to have to move over a little bit, Bill. All right. I'll share. Come on. Okay. Sit down. Uh, That's our board game lawyer. Glad to have you on with us tonight. Hey, guys. Yeah. And then um, there's another person here, James. Hi, James. How's it going? Hello. Very good. Thank you. Thank you for uh, letting me find my way into this. Uh, it smells a lot better here than I thought it would do. I'm I'm not gonna lie, it's delightful. Oh, yeah. We we just had some um, pumpkin pie and things like that. So uh, over the mm. holidays, it smells good. And you were brought in. Uh, Daniel let you into the lair. Daniel's here. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Steve. Hi, everyone. Good evening, Daniel. Why don't you tell us about your guest? Uh, and uh, take it away. I. Sure, absolutely. James, thanks for coming on. Um, I met James. So, you know those scenes in the movies where it's the new kid at school and he's got his lunch tray and he goes into the lunchroom and there's nowhere to sit and he's got no friends? You know that scene? And he mm-hmm. falls in the well, food tray and ups up in yeah, space. Yeah, before yeah. that happened. Well, in that movie, sometimes there's always like the nice guy who's really inviting and like, you know, you can sit here, guy. Welcome to school. That was James for me at my local game store when we had a Marvel Champions event. Well, well, that was maybe what four months ago, James, something like that. As well. Yeah, it was. It was something like that. So I've 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 made it like a super minor appearance through Daniel saying that he played in the real world. <laughs> um, but yeah, games. so I got there a little early. James was in the other room building some decks and doing some stuff, and I just sat next to him and we got to chatting, and then we played the game together and. It was great. So thanks for that, James. And James, you you know what else he did today, guys? I saw what? James in person. Mm-hmm. He delivered to my house a magic elixir of strength. And perhaps, listen carefully, everybody. Do you hear that? I didn't nope. hear a damn thing. I, I did not hear that. <laughs> what you didn't hear was the pouring of a small flask into a glass. Um, so I have an elixir of strength that, that James delightfully and beautifully brought to my home today so james thank you it was great to see you man. it was great to see you my yeah. my absolute pleasure uh do do take care because uh this one is untested uh unlike <laughs> the moldy super soldier serum from a few episodes ago so <laughs> thank you watch out thank you watch out. um so maybe it's best steve that i'm going first yeah yeah probably i mean we know so, you can't yeah. handle your thor's brew so yeah, we'll so see how this goes. Yeah, so welcome, James. Welcome to the lair. Hope to see you again very soon to play some more live champions. That was awesome. Amazing, great to be here. Thanks, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice to meet you. Oh, that's yummy. <laughs> um, okay, Mike, you said two hundred two point one in the intro. That's yeah. Unusual. First, of all, I think I I should be giving him my address now. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Customs never wonderful make things happen. Yeah. Right now, live. Give me your address. Everybody, <laughs> pen and paper, address right now. Just write ready. to Mike 
Get the mic in Canada and attach it to a, a wolf or a bear or something. It'll find me. Yeah. My packages to you have always been wandering to Edmonton. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow it works. Hey, Mike. Um, hey, James. I got a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. What's on your mind tonight? Ooh. Ooh. Well, I haven't been around in a while. Uh, so this part one is partially on my mind. In fact... Some of you might notice that this show's running length is rather, rather small. Uh, so we are going to top it up for you over the week. We're going to have a part two and a part three and even a part four. And you know what? There might also be a part five. This is going to be a rocking week for you fine listeners. Okay, we are doing four lore shows. One for each of the villains in the Mansion Attack scenario. And then we're going to do uh, one big final mansion show to round it all out awesome it's gonna be fun and that's it right that's it yeah i get it did i miss anything no no i literally just learned this now (laughs) (laughs) the Um, the only other thing i would say is folks can go back to issue 182 if they want to learn about the brotherhood as an organization because our lores are going to focus on each of the characters quote unquote villains in this scenario why don't we just get to it? Let's let's get to our first villain. Uh, it's Blob. Blob! Daniel had commented previously on how much he admired Blob's attire. Yep, so I Daniel, love any villain in their diapers. Yeah, so, so Daniel's going to tell us all about Blob. Who is the and other the one? Camera angle. Yeah, the camera, the camera angle. angle. This is the, so, the Craven camera angle. Mm, Craven mm. camera angle. Um, diaper wearing. Um, who's the other diaper guy? That I commented on. I can't remember. Oh, Is some sort of wrestler type guy. Yeah. yeah, it was long ago. Anyway, well, thank you. Thank you, Steve. Here we go with the blob. So, hey, guys, tonight I'm just going to begin with a question. Have you ever been to Lubbock, Texas? Hmm. Lubbock. Never heard of it. Lubbock. I've no. listened to Lyle Lubbock, but I've never heard of Lubbock. Right. I don't well, ever remember no. being there. You, you don't recall. Sorry. I do not recall going there. None of you remember that time I took you to the circus there in that one hot summer. What were we doing before we went there? What did you do, Daniel? Texas? Okay. All right, guys, I'm sure this will I'm sure this will jog your memories. Do you remember inside the um, gosh, you know, it seems seems kind of wrong to say this now, but you remember inside the freak show tent? Remember? No. Oh, okay, there was that one guy that, that no one could move. Like his whole shtick was that he could remain absolutely rooted to the ground, even when we all pushed on him at once. James, you remember that, don't you? I, I, I do not have a single clue what you're talking about, Daniel. I'm not alive. Wow, we, we were all. He called himself the Blob. You really don't remember. He had kind of an attitude, and when we brought him back to X Mansion, because you know Xavier knew he was a mutant, he acted like he was better than everyone. Nothing. Drawing a blank. I remember this pink wow. character from the UK called Blobby that was like all pink in a big suit with yellow spots on, but you could move that guy. No, this this is different, James. I'm sorry. Okay, well, look, I'm sure you'll recall then the attack on the school that the Blob initiated with all of his circus buddies after the X-Men tried to make him one of them. You remember that, yeah? Like, they even tied one up of them, all the X-Men. It. What? Sorry, good callback. <laughs> well, okay, well... They even tied up all the X-Men. They, they won. The, the circus people, the carnival guys, they beat up the X-Men. And Well, then it, the professor came and he wiped everyone's minds. He like put this ice wall around the carnival and the blob went back to the circus. Oh. Uh, 
Now no. I see why you all don't remember ye old uh, Xavier Mind Eraser mm, bit. I'm mm. sorry, guys. Well, hey, that happened. You just it sounds move. like it was fun. No, that right. happened. Um, sounds like we know who the real villain was in this. Thanks yeah, for raising my were, mind, Professor X. That's right. I mean, you were there. You guys thought it was sort of funny. But anyway, it happened. The X-Men were whipped by a circus fella that they tried to befriend, but the blob's arrogance kept him from joining the club. Now, Magneto, as we know, got him instead, until he hurt the blob's feelings, that is. You know, gentlemen, it turns out that even minor villains can feel wounded when you indiscriminately bomb a place that they're doing your dirty work in. So the blob goes to work for other baddies. He gets turned into an infant, which I might explain his wardrobe. He grows up again. He fights in Los Angeles. He gets arrested. He gets rescued by Mystique. He rejoins the Brotherhood, her version. He moves on from there, works for the government, Freedom Force. Steve, you'll have to tell me all about that at some point. And eventually okay. rejoins his old Brotherhood chums to assassinate Senator Kelly, which is, I guess, why we know him now, right? All right. So once so super egotistical, he finds himself dismissed in his last job since he's deemed as useless by his employer, a guy named Exodus. He seeks therapeutic support feels better, and attacks the mansion again, only to be arrested by S.H.I.E.L.D. Wow. So, now, that's part of his story, anyway. The Blob, or should I say Mr. Freddie Dukes, is something of a blah kind of villain, I'm sad to say, gentlemen. I mean, you know me. Love to find a reason for, you know, like, a reason for what they're doing, why they're doing it. Love to make that connection. He just doesn't really have it. I mean, he's just kind of a with a pretty weird mutant power. He's just, he's just well, well, fleshy. And he uses his girth to render himself unmovable. Cool, sure, but it's more of a party trick, if you ask me. I mean, at one point, he even loses his powers, and he becomes like this giant fold of skin, and he rails at the government and stuff for that. <sighs> but not all is lost, guys. There are some good things about him. Okay. He becomes... He becomes like this weight loss guru celebrity guy who does like videos and stuff. And he ends up opening a tiki bar called the Green Lagoon. So maybe he's sympathetic after all. He opens a weight loss. Yeah, he becomes like one of those like speakers or written conventions and things. Does he himself lose weight? Um, yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah, I think he does. Does he, does he change his name from the blob to something else? Uh, he, he does go by Freddie Dukes at the end. OK, OK. Yeah. So that, I mean, obviously there's a lot more to him and he joins all these bands of evil and does silly shenanigans. But I just thought the circus thing was really funny. And yeah, like when I think about like what his power is, like he's also got super strength and you, it's hard to like, like even Wolverine can't get his claws into him because he's so fleshy. <laughs> so blobby. <laughs> so blobby. You said um, he got turned into a baby. Is it really just baby fat? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, like. Yeah, you know, there are parts of it. I wanted to go down certain rabbit holes like, oh, wow, someone turned him into a baby. That's awesome. Um, so, but naturally that got retconned and he grew up again. And he's just sort of there, like really there. Um, didn't, <laughs> didn't do it all. Didn't do it for me so much in terms of like, you know, that sympathy thing I like. Like, you know. I mean, Daniel, you know, he's he's grown up. He's presumably developed these mutant, you know, powers while he's probably coming of age and becomes, yeah. you know, the way he looks and then is referred to as the blob. I mean, it can't be easy. That's sure. not an easy life. Joining the circus and having, come on, he's called the blob. You know, James, you're absolutely right. And I think your, your sympathetic viewing of him is delightful. Um, but he himself, his personality is a little bit grim as well. Like he thinks he's really all that. 
Like he was like, I'm too good for your school, Xavier. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because they're trying to rescue him from the circus. They're trying to befriend him. You know, like the bully this. becomes the bully. Yeah. I guess a song is old as time. Uh famous weight loss guru, I think. I think my mother in law yeah. might have some of his old VHS tapes <laughs> on her shelf <laughs> over there. Oh, that's awesome. Oh boy. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. <laughs> So that's the, that's what I got for you. I knew you wanted okay. us to do sort of mini stories. This yeah, that, that's week. great. Um, there. And I'm sorry about the mind eraser thing that happened to you guys. I don't know why it didn't affect me. Could it be a, something about my intelligence? But I don't know. Oh, right. You can't have your mind wiped if you don't have a mind. If you to have start no with. mind. Uh, yeah. Okay. Ah, got it. Okay. Yeah. Is there All ever right. an instance where Xavier wiping someone's mind doesn't result in the destruction of the mansion? <laughs> just, just throwing that know. out there. <laughs> so, quick question, Steve: Were Freedom Force good guys? Because it it says that Blob worked for the government with them. Yeah. So, Freedom Force is the Brotherhood of Mutants gone legit, working for the mm. government during the Mutant Registration Act and other times. So, so um, not really good guys, but tools of the government. Right. Yeah, legal and legit. Legal. Yeah. yeah. Yes, legal. Uh, well, there's some cards involved here with Blob, and we're going to take a look at them. You can find this in the Mutant Genesis campaign box. It is the fourth scenario. 25 total cards. We have 10 setup cards, 15 encounter cards, and tonight we're just going to talk about two of them, the Blob and his favorite location in the mansion. So, Daniel, it's your show tonight. Let's go. Well, okay. We've got uh, Blob A and Blob B. So Blob A is a villain with one scheme, two attack with an asterisk. He's Brotherhood of Mutants traded. Toughness, victory two. And that asterisk is forced response. After Blob attacks and damages a character, stun that character. He's got 16 hit points per player. Beefy. The B side, so I guess that's when you play this on Expert. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Two scheme, two attack. Um, It is the same force response. Same toughness, same victory two. This one is 19 hit points per player. There's your Blob. Pretty, Pretty generic, pretty standard. I'm I'm sorry, with with you saying Blob A and Blobby, I, I'm gonna have to send a picture of Mr. Blobby from the UK. Oh, yeah, please do. For the UK yeah. listeners, please put that up in the show notes because it's killing me now that I'm seeing Blob A and Blobby. It's too funny. Yeah. <laughs> please welcome, Mr. Blobby. So Blobby has one extra scheme and three extra hit points. Yep. I'm going to channel my inner Mustafa and say, that's expert. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is pretty weak. Yeah. Why? Why does he have two victory points? Because um, there's like he, he counts for two. Oh, he's oh, he's, he's, the bomber. Bomber. he's the bomber. He's oh, the bomber of this game. I that's guess. why Daniel wanted to do him. Okay, yeah. Yeah. one per chin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite part of the art is like the swirls on his elbows. <laughs> it's just something about that that draws me, and I really like. 
Now, I'm looking more carefully at the art, and it turns out that yellow thing is a belt. I was hoping it was his midriff, but it's not. Yeah, it's definitely a belt. It's a definite kind of onesie. Okay, what about this uh, stunning a character? That's nice. Yeah. Now, he does have to damage him. He's getting a boost card. Sure. So, you know, he could be doing four to six damage, so there's a good chance that he damages a hero, right? Unless you're playing protection with, like, really high defense stats. Yeah. So... So. And you don't really mind if you if you're chumping. You don't really mind if you get stunned on an ally if they survive. I mean, right? You know, yeah. True. Right. I find him as interesting as a villain as I did with his story. Yeah, susceptible <laughs> to stun lock. Um, would be nice to see some steady on him. Right. Yeah, since he he can't be moved, it would kind of make some. Oh, sense there you if go. He had mm-hmm. steady, right? There you mm-hmm. go. There's mm-hmm. some extra for you. Maybe even some retaliate. I'm picturing people like going to hit him and then just like bouncing off of him into a wall as well. <laughs> or getting sucked into the fat folds. <laughs> what a coinky dink. Mike, you know a really good real estate agent, so why don't you do these <laughs> main schemes for us? Oh, sure. Okay. Hey, guys, where do you think the big fat guy likes to stay? <laughs> where? I don't know, Mike. Where? The cafeteria. Um. Huh? huh? <laughs> Wow. Uh, What what year was this guy created? Okay. This is the cafeteria. That's how he became the villain. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mike. Mike and Spock. Mike did this. All right. So he is attacking the cafeteria. And by attacking the cafeteria, clearly the art has Rogue trying to punch him. And he's just sitting there eating a uh, hoagie. Yeah, he's eating a hoagie. Okay. The cafeteria scheme to be. Each character gains retaliate one. The bouncy oh. bouncy. When completed, add the scheme to the victory display. Advance to the next card in the main scheme deck. And if there's three main schemes in the victory display, the players lose the game. Okay. Mm. But the big things here, seven threat per player. Starts with one per player. Goes up by one per player every round. Okay. So it's there as a timer, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And we'll kind of talk about the whole mechanics of the thing at once, but Blob with Retaliate, I guess that, that makes him a little tougher. So yeah. yeah. If he shows up at this location. Everyone has Retaliate, though. That's true. So, yeah. Hmm. Daniel, I'd like to point something out for you. That the art is different on both sides of the card? Yes, it is. <laughs> Thank and, you. and that's special because there are four <laughs> random you randomly choose these main schemes, so they can't have the the art on the back or else it wouldn't be random yeah. anymore. That so wouldn't we wouldn't be random this. anymore. You're right. Yeah. Yep. Very nicely done. Yeah. yeah. And the number on the card question marks. Yeah. Oh. You, can't, you can't figure it out that way either. So. Right. Same quote, same text. Yep. Clever. Clever. So does anyone have like something super insightful to say about blob in the cafeteria? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you expect to see him there? Probably. Maybe. He is yeah. a literal and figurative punching bag. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know why Rogue is trying to punch him. Why don't you just take a glove off? Yeah. That's not just smart. Kidding. Just grab him on the elbow. Because then she's stuck right there, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's stuck to him. Yeah, she can't mm. move. Yeah. Yeah. Does, she get, does she get his size? Does she take his ability? I think, she she's just, up? I think she's just mad he took her sandwich. She's like, give me my sandwich back. Maybe that's what she's like reaching for. Right. Like, yeah, she's not like, punching. Yoink, nope. Oh, that's yeah. great. 
That's why that's where the sandwich was, and he like quickly lifted it away from her grasp. Yeah, like her that. mouth's a little open. Yeah, yeah she was oh about to eat it, and he swiped it. He yeah. snatched it right out of her hand, and she's just like, "Hey, tertiary superpower, fast reflexes for food." Yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. Blob. Aw, aw. Hey, folks. I want I want to see speech bubbles on the cafeteria or caption this thing. Email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook. You can find our YouTube channel or Patreon by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Home Loaf, Wandering 2, Board Game Lawyer, and Darcy. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Hey, Blob. Take us out. First, I'm going to crush you, then I'm going to raid your fridge. Well, heal, I get it. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, James, here's your first look behind the curtain. You see how the sausage is made. All right. It's all grizzle. <laughs> oh, boy. Doesn't he raid the fridge first before he crashes him? I mean, is that backwards?